previously on Quest Friends Forever. Somewhere in Balthazar's mansion, there is what is called the Artifact Maze. Most of the rooms are protected by some kind of security measure, some kind of trap, some kind of alarm. Is there going to be a dragon? Remains to be oh, seen. Oh, I sure hope not because I didn't sign up for dragons. Are yeah. we going inside? Yeah. You are looking at a small but exquisite library. So, Jared, as you pull the Tome of Bodily Health off this bookshelf, you start flying into the air. Before we crash into chandeliers, Val reaches for the zero-gravity orb. At the center of this big stone room, there is a squat stone altar. There is a sword stuck into it, a la Sword in the Stone. As you remove this sword from the stone, you feel this sword fly across the room on its own volition. What if I cast Hear Metal as a communication spell? Poke, poke, stab, stab, kill, kill, kill. Whoa, hold on, hello. The sword, because of your amazing role and cool spell, willingly has been added to your inventory. This room is a huge cavern. At the center of this room, curled up and asleep on the ground, is a massive black dragon. Happy 420, everyone. This episode will come out on April 20th, the day of our smoky, smoky lord. Uh, so wanted to get that out of the way so we can make oh my jokes goodness. all we want. Is the dragon smoking? Uh, the dragon can uh, do some tricks with smoke. So there might be some smoke tricks, some some vape stunts coming up. There might be some cotton being ripped. We'll see is what DJ happens. Is DJ going to jump out anywhere? Uh, DJ is unconscious wherever he is on his, his high holy day. <laughs> His high he, started, he started in the holy AM. day. No, David, you heard what I said? High holy day? Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. Like the yeah. marijuana effect? No, right, yeah. Okay, great. Um, so uh, the four of you are at the entrance. You've just come in the door of the dragon room. And what's up? Fuck it. I'm picking up a rock and I'm throwing it at the dragon. I'm just Jesus kidding. Christ. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. Please take that. Strike that from the record. <laughs> Is there any way to walk by? Is there enough room to walk around the dragon oh, yeah. on this path? Yeah. And it's, how far, uh, again, how far is the path from us to the dragon, dragon to the door? Say it's 100 yards long, this cavern. Dragon's right about the 50-yard line. Okay. So you would you would also say halfway. Yeah. Then. Right smack in the middle. Okay. Honestly? Okay. Well, here's my thinking, just generally for the group. Mm-hmm. There are probably traps because, again, this is the titular dragon of said dungeon and dragon. Mm-hmm. So we are also, in, assumedly, in a dungeon I'm assuming we're, we're going to hit some room. sort of trick. Oh, yeah. But is it a room or is it a cavern? It's both. It's whatever you want it I'm to be. I'm assuming we're going to run into some kind of Are there chains hanging from the side of the wall? Let him, let him go. <laughs> I'm assuming we're going to run into some sort of trip wire or something is going to alert this dragon. So, like, our DM is not going to let us just walk cleanly past the first dragon we see. Jess, what do you ha- what's going on? Do I notice anything with my incredibly yes. high 26 passive perception? Uh, so you already used your amazing perception from this 50-yard distance somehow to spot the name tag that says Eleanor. Beyond that, you don't see anything along this path. You don't see any tripwires. Um, you don't see any like bombs buried in the ground. Um, okay, but can you describe what the name tag looks like? Uh, it is golden, and it says Eleanor on it. How big is it? I mean, it's a dragon. What shape so it's, is it? It's, uh, it's How is it held a... on to the dragon scales? Uh, no, Does the dragon have a cool ass neck? Punk spike also, collar is it a thing. name tag from like a job? Like what? What? That's what I was thinking. I was like, is this like? So it's does it say hello? I'm dragon, or <laughs> I'm a, Eleanor? It's a golden collar around its neck. You've all okay, seen a see kitty cat this, before. See this? Does this dragon is work in the hospitality industry? Danny. And then dangling from the golden collar is a little charm. It's in the shape of a. Uh, flame, like a flame emoji. And yeah. on that little flame emoji is uh, engraved Eleanor. Oh, okay. So also, this is his Also, you pet. cannot, you like absolutely dog. cannot blame me for thinking that it was like a, I work at Circuit City name tag. <laughs> yeah, the dragon works at Circuit City. Because oh my God. you motherfucker put Nicolas Cage and- <laughs> um, Sure, but- And how many other things? I mean, like, hello, I this is- Eleanor, I work for uh, Balthazar. I mean, honestly, Jess, the fact that you said Circuit City is also incredible, and I really of all the pulls of all the places. I mean, what an iconic, <laughs> what an yeah. iconic place. I mean, the assistant manager. It was a moment in time, really. 
Remember when Best Buy was like new? And now yeah, man. Was now like, it's just sad. Remember? And, yeah, and Circuit City was like the old like dad of the old circuit places. Excuse me. Excuse me. This old dad did work at Circuit City, didn't this, you, David? This dad, I did work at Circuit City. Thank you very much. No, but that's what I'm saying. Do you want to know like, about HDTVs? Yeah, you guys want to okay, talk about also... dead and surround sound amplifiers? I mean, I'm down. I bought a video game there. I walked around the Circuit City in Salinas all the time. I love you know Circuit how, City. You know how people have war stories from the yesteryear? I worked at Circuit City during the Blu-ray HD DVD wars. Oh. Oh, okay. So right when Circuit City was about to die. Yes. I was there when they did that. Oh, during death Circuit rattled. City's death. <laughs> uh, oh, the dawn of DVDs? No, we're out. <laughs> Peace. It's too many discs. We can't handle it. There has been, there was at least four or five times where I had to explain to somebody that was very angry at me, but I bought this movie and it doesn't play. Sir, you bought the HD DVD version of this, but you bought yep. a Blu-ray player. But I yep. don't understand. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, but let's circle back. Okay. Um, who the fuck still shops at Best Buy? I need to know how is <laughs> some, Best Buy still around. Some, some people do. I'm. I know. I'm honestly surprised. I mean, granted, it yeah. is always empty. Anytime, like for the past ten years, anytime I've gone into a Best Buy, there was maybe two people in the entire store and about ten employees. Fucking burn them down, 15. dude. Give Best Buy their due. They were trying to do a like a small like Apple had their own actual Apple section with Apple employees, and then Samsung started doing it. Oh, that's true. But again, great podcast who, content right now. Who is there? Nobody did. Like I, I need to. I'm. When I was a I sophomore know. in high school, I was the first person in Victorville, California, to own the CD Warning by Green Day because my mom pulled me out of school the day it came out. And took me to Best Buy to be there when the doors fucking got unlocked so I could run in like it was Black Friday and buy Warning by Green Day. So wow. thanks, Best Buy, for the memories. You know but what? also, again, how long ago was that? That was and literally the year 2000. Exactly. So since <laughs> streaming, since, you know, like, I would never think... I need a washer and dryer. I'm going to go to Best Buy. Like, that is not... Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I guess they that's the only thing you would go dryers? there for. They're trying, they sell, man. They sell, they got, they've always sold big appliances, refrigerators. They sell books and shit, too. Ah, they ooh, sell books? Ooh. Yeah, they're you, trying everything, man. Do you guys remember when they had music store, like, for musical instruments, like Guitar Center yes. type yeah. stuff? I do, I was, and I, I got some good-ass deals. The worst mistake I ever made in my life was I went, when they had the music store, and I went and played all the drums and pissed off the guy working there. And I went and played with all of the toys and then left. And then the second time I went back there was when they were closing up that music store portion. And everything in that section of the store was like 95% clearance. <gasps> yes. And that's I why I got some good of my fucking money deals. Things. They had, wow. they had like, but I only had, had money like for like six, strings. 26 inch like ride symbols <laughs> for like 50 bucks. Why like is it the biggest mistake of your life? <sighs> so David. I bought everything. Oh, it's because you didn't buy enough. I know I did yeah. not buy everything. I thought you were gonna say you bought like a Best Buy drum kit and like fell apart the first time you hit it because it's a fucking drum kit from Best Buy. That's crazy. I so they're like trying to compete with like Guitar Center, yeah, dude. and like Sam Ash, which was. All I'm glad wild. we're but having again. this fucking Best Buy burn track here. <laughs> yeah, fuck really that. show well, now, them. Now it needs to be in game, Danny. Is the dragon is the dragon wearing a blue shirt? Yeah, this conversation you're all having in games gonna wake up the dragon if you're not careful about your favorite electronic stores. Oh yeah, shh. Anyways, <laughs> so washers and dryers, really? I went to Best Buy one time. Okay, but <laughs> what do they sell now? I need and and how are they still in business? I don't know. Is it because but, of that membership that they have? That membership stupid thing? Ooh, do they still do it? Actually, you know what? No, no, no. Fuck Best Buy. I'm gonna say oh, that shit. Yeah. Here he goes. Here he goes. Here he goes. Because they are one of like the four companies out there that like because PS5s and Xboxes were hard to get, you couldn't get access to when they had them in stock unless you paid two hundred dollars for their bullshit membership for mm. early access. Yeah, so they were dude. making money off of get them people. Yeah, fuck that place. Burn them down. This episode is brought to you by Best Buy. Okay. Oops. Give us money and we'll take that off. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Pay us to not say those things. Yeah. So could, you, we don't know what to do about this dragon. So, so yeah, you got to okay. decide what you want to do about the dragon, I guess. <laughs> no. Okay, fuck it. Um, I, how do you guys feel about We're just like s- starting I, I, to go? Like we just sneaking by. Walking? Yeah, let's sneak by. Yeah. I'll be in um, front because I got the good perception, that good good. So. Let's also do a little 
a little dummy check for everybody. Make sure we don't have anything that can shake or that is like <laughs> loose. Um, generally, Jack. I have a lot of gold, but the thing is, is like I don't think that I jingle. I jiggle, but I don't think that I jingle <laughs> when I walk. I might have something. The dragon snores. I'm going to pull this one out of my hat again. I used it when we were in the bad place. Um, Pass without a trace, y'all. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity and stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. The creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of its passage. This lasts for one hour. Wow. I like it. So you're gonna you're gonna tiptoe you're gonna creep your way past this dragon, it sounds like. I think so. Okay. So uh you're gonna creep the fifty yards up to this dragon and you're going to need to kind of circle around it, like basically like in a, in a counterclockwise or I guess clockwise whatever way you want to go. Okay. Um from like the southern tip to the northern tip of this room, you're going to need to do a quarter circle or sorry, half circle around this dragon. So why doesn't everyone roll a stealth check and be sure to add plus 10 to whatever and your whatever final your number modifier is. Right. Already so is. the dice plus the modifier and then whatever you get, add 10 to that. I got a 30. That's a lot. That's a lot. You got a 30. Wait, I what got it- 17 plus three plus 10. So you're basically fucking invisible and... Yeah, it's amazing. I'm very fucking frightened right now. I gotta... I, and also, you can pet your ass that while we're going ar- like entirely around the dragon, I'm looking for traps. I'm looking for dragon weak points to see if there's like one scale that's like out of place. That would All be strange. It. 26. Ellie got a 25? 24. Okay, well, you're some sneaky motherfuckers. So, in classic don't wake daddy fashion, you all tiptoe around this dragon and as it snores like its body just i mean this is a this is a monstrous dragon this is uh let's see huge is its classification so it is extremely large um it takes you a little while to to sneak around it because it is so big um and it snores and it breathes heavily and the the noise is very loud as you're right next to its body and this kind of narrow path you're going around it but Everyone rolled really well, and with your amazing uh, magical bonus from Stephanie, you are not detected by Eleanor the dragon, (gasps) and you reach the apex of this half circle, I guess, uh, near the dragon's head and neck, and now there is another narrow 50-yard path beyond the dragon the other way to the door to exit this room. Can I do- go there. Can I do an investigation check? On? I want to see if there's anything caught in the dragon's teeth that Hmm. I can grab. Okay. I got a critical hit. It's Ben. I credited. Okay. Uh, so as the dragon, as you reach the top of this little half circle, uh, you kind of turn back and glance at the dragon's head, which is now very close to you. Um, and it snores very loudly. And as it does, its mouth kind of flaps open a little bit from the, the wind. And uh, yeah, sure. Stuck in the dragon's teeth, there is uh, the back half of a goat, like Jurassic Park. Mm. Like it just chewed out a, a full-on fucking goat. Okay. Is there any piles of gold underneath the dragon? No. This isn't no. a smile situation. Oh. Hmm. It's just is here in the cool cavern. Is there a secret weapon that I can take from his are, mouth? And be are there any loose scales play? like we had discussed okay, previously? But, but Val, do not fucking push it because this <laughs> dragon will eat you in one bite. You're, you're just dead. I you're can't gone. technically die. You can go away, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that, like, a dragon's stomach acid or a dragon's, like, mm. fire breath would probably just, like, melt you down, and then your consciousness would be lost. It might, so it might, I guess technically... It might demagnetize my memory tapes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm. Or just melt them. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, yeah. you gotta transfer or to the Or disintegrate. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've made it around the dragon. There's just now the path to the door. Wait. So that's our first encounter with a dragon? You rolled really well. What do you want me to tell you? Jared punches the dragon. I mean, I kind of want to, <laughs> like, not to be whatever, but there's there's kind of a, like, I don't know. Mm. I'm, Is I'm there... okay. I will fully earnestly say I'm a little taken back that we just kind of went around. Hmm. You're a sneaky DM. Hmm. Oh, fuck. Are we going to open the door and it's the same room? Or oh, are we going to open the door? Is there going to be two dragons? <laughs> 
<laughs> the don't possibilities are driving you mad, aren't they? Don't give me any ideas. Okay, let's just go through the door then. I, mean, I, I don't wait, think wait, he wait, was wait, planning wait. on too. me having such a good spell. So That's, That's also right. true. That's her fault. I have an idea. If we need a secondary exit strategy, we can remember that the dragon is here. And since we're already at the door, what if we like throw something to wake him up and make him really angry and then leave right away? And now there's a pissed off a dragon in the middle. That is a fucking idea. I hate what if it. it's like no, it's a distraction. It. What if like everybody that's at the party now suddenly hears this rumbling coming from the basement of the party? What if this room that we're going in has one way in and one way out? <laughs> I mean, I think I think we should just think about these choices. And I know that you all are a little upset that we're not facing a smog level dragon at level. Um, I'm sorry, what level are we? Uh, Two, six, six. Oh, six what? at level six. So, um, Stephanie is. I'm sure she reads this on y'all's faces, and is just like, "Look, I know a lot about nature. Okay, I know a lot about <laughs> animals and a lot about things. And whatever you're thinking, the answer is no. The answer is absolutely fucking not. So get to that door. You say Go. this as Val is like." peeking into the dragon's mouth looking for treasure apparently in the dragon's teeth. Could okay. We all go to the door. Okay. Sure and we thing. open it. Well, you don't open it because you know by now that every door in this dungeon has a thing with it. Oh, here we go. So, here it is. Before we open it, oh, so there I would was like a to twist. inspect it for traps. Okay. Or for like alarms or anything. So I will tell you what you see and then you can tell me what you want to do, okay? Okay. So you you go down this path away from the dragon now, leading away from the dragon. Dragon still snoring away, still reverberates the ground as you walk. And uh, you approach the door uh, out of this room. This is a steel door. You've mostly been dealing with wood and stone doors. This is now a heavy looking steel door that has no discernible handle on it. It is just a flat barrier, basically. To the right of the door, embedded into the rocky wall of this cavern, is a flip clock. Like one of those clocks like that flips, right? Okay. A flip mm-hmm. clock. I don't know how to describe it. This clock is currently set with the hours at zero, the minutes at zero, and the seconds at 10. It is currently unmoving. It is just sitting there like that. Right under the clock, coming up from out of the ground, there's a thin waist-high metal pole. And at the tip of this pole is a large red button. Okay, okay, okay. Val pushes the button on the pole. Oh my god. Do you actually? Does anybody before, is before anybody we paying should attention talk to Val about it to know that, that Val would do that and to step in the way to no, make no, sure no, Val no, no. doesn't do that? Because Val sure is gonna do that. Um before Val does that, <laughs> Stephanie is going to see this look on their dome. Yeah. <laughs> very expression ex- very uh and the yeah. the the, the, col- the color hue goes from orange to sort of more of like a yellow as a flash and then back to orange again. So like I see something the, piqued the, Val's interest and you can tell. I see the reflection in the dome. I see which way Val's shoulders <laughs> are, you know, and probably their their hand outstretched. So I detect magic. Okay. Do I detect magic? You sure don't. Nothing in this cavern is magical. It's just a regular dragon, a metal Fuck. door, a flip clock, a pole, and a red button at the end of the pole. Okay. Can can we open the door? Just open it. You try to push it. You try to pull it up from the ground. It is unmoving. It is a heavy, thick steel door. Okay. Okay, you guys. I've got it. So, Val, you can do what you want to do, but wait. Sure oh. thing. Val pushes the button. Wait. Yeah, that's going to happen this time. So, Val, you <laughs> you slam your little metal claw down onto this button. The button easily gives way. And as you push it, a very, very loud alarm begins to ring. And it <laughs> echoes so loud in this big, big cavern. And after three big alarms, the clock whirs to life and flips from ten to nine. At the same as, time, as this loud alarm starts going off, as you're kind of looking around like, oh shit, what is that noise? You hear the undeniable sound of a dragon stirring from a sleep, deep sleep. I am I trying to it. get so far into that door. I'm trying so hard. I'm oh trying so hard. Oh my you just goodness. hear grumbles coming from behind you where Eleanor is uh, now oh my beginning goodness. to stir. 
And so, Stephanie, what are you trying to do? Is the door fucking giving way? Is it opening? The, the door did not move. The only thing that moved is the clock that flipped and now the loud alarm coming from somewhere. Okay. Um, y'all, get the fuck behind that stalactite. Go. <laughs> so what's going to happen is that everyone right now is going to roll for initiative. Hi, Questies, my little uh, questicles. Ooh, I don't like that, actually. We'll stick with Questies. Hi, Questies. It's Danny, the DM here, saying hello in the middle of the episode. Going to do some quick business and then get back to the content that you love. So let's get right into it. Social media, am I right? Like, what's up with that these days in this crazy... Anyway, um, yeah, we're on social media. We're on Instagram is where you can find us. We are at Quest Friends Forever with the number four, like the name of the show. That's where we'll post new episode updates and fan art. We just had some new fan art come out right before this episode. Thank you very much, Kat. We'll also post audio clips from the episodes to keep you sated between release days. Um, It's a lot of fun. Give us a follow over there, and we would greatly appreciate that. Similarly, we would be appreciative of any reviews and ratings you are able to leave us on your pod app of choice. Those five-star reviews, which seem pretty fair to me, five stars, those reviews and ratings are very helpful for us to be heard by more people. You know the drill by now. Uh, We would like that very much and be very, very grateful. And we would just be, it would just warm our hearts in this cold, cold season, even though it's spring. Don't check. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and do that if you have a chance. And of course, you know by now, we are a part of the Notstalgia Network family of podcasts, a network that features shows like Quest Friends Forever, shows like Notstalgia, which is about movies and remakes from a queer and feminist perspective, shows like the Lousy Advice podcast, which is about music and, and top lists and ranking your favorites and things like that, and shows like The Momos and the Appas, which is a look at the show Avatar The Last Airbender through the lens of folklore. They are gearing up for season two pretty soon, so you can jump on board with that. It's a very good time. Those are the shows on our network, the shows that we make. They feature a lot of us. So if you like us, you will like those shows. Go ahead and give them a chance, if you would. They're, um, much like everything else I've been saying today, a lot of fun. That's it. That's all you get. I'm out of here. Here's the rest of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. We are very, very appreciative of your listenership. We hope you enjoy the rest of this, and we'll see you in two weeks for a new one. Bye-bye. gonna die i knew it i knew you're not just gonna walk by a dragon y'all i know that's why i was like this seems fishy i got 15 i got a six i got 11 okay so this clock has just flipped um the way it of course works in DD is a round of combat is around five or six seconds um so more or less you'll have two rounds before this clock hits zero um so val it is your turn you're standing there what do you want to do how far am I away from the now awaken, awoken dragon's face? You're all still by the door, so you're about 50 yards from this dragon. So 150 feet. Is the dragon now looking at us? It is uh, currently stirring. It is not up and about yet. It is, you know, it, when you have a sleeping kitty cat, if you suddenly make a big loud noise, it's not going to like just be up and ready, right? It's got to it's gotta take a second to be like big stretch, ready to kick some ass, you know? Why did I have to go first? I don't know what to do. <laughs> you could do you nothing. Hide. Yeah. Hiding is absolutely an action. Is there hideable areas? Yeah, there's clusters of of, of rock stuff. And Val's tiny-ish. I'm going to go in the direction of the dragon without going directly at the dragon, but to the left-hand side of the pathway. I'm going to go as far as I can to as far forward away from the rest of the group to then hide behind an area. Okay, so then you roll uh, another stealth roll to see how well you hide, and you still have that plus 10 bonus. 15, 25, 28. You're hidden as hell, baby. You are a, a, a shadow in the night to this dragon. As so a bonus Val- action, oh, I God. lower the lumens level of my internal light in my glass dome. So it's not Yeah, that, with the 20, whatever you got, that's fair to say. Yeah. The clock clicks down one more second. Jared, you are up. Ooh, okay. So we just have to hide for 10? Uh-huh. Interesting. So I don't really know like what to do apart from also hide. Okay. Um, Is the dragon like angry at this point? 
I mean, it's been it's been awoken from a very uh, sound sleep by this big, loud, obnoxious alarm. So it's not gonna be uh, it's gonna be a little bit cranky. You can you can surmise, but it doesn't know that we're there yet. It is still stirring. Yeah, you. I mean, this is all happening basically simultaneously. So as Val is running to hide, you're gonna do something. So it's it's starting to do that kitty thing where it stands up and arches its back. Like it's 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 getting up right now, but it's not. Uh, oh, attacking you know it. what? Fuck it. I'm gonna hide too. Cause okay. like. True T, nothing I do is going to probably affect this dragon in any <laughs> way that matters. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to hide. Okay. Are you going up toward the dragon like Val did or somewhere near the door where you are right now? Uh, somewhere near the door. Is there an ideal like boulder or like a crevice? Yeah. There's a, there's a big old boulder that you can kind of wedge yourself between the boulder and the wall. Okay. So uh, you would also need to roll a stealth check again. To see how well you hide, and that would be uh, with a plus 10. 28. <laughs> so, just like Val expertly hid, uh, Jared slides their, uh, their little body between, uh, between the rock and this, this wall, literally a rock and a hard place at this point, and disappears from view. And the alarm ticks down, sorry, the clock ticks down to seven as the alarm continues blaring. And Stephanie looks around and thinks about what to do. I'm going to look at Ellie, who's probably shitting her fucking pants right now. Wide-eyed, frozen in fear. And I am going to tell her, follow me. And we both go hide. Okay. So yeah. you're going to run and uh, are you running up like Val did or where you are by the door like Jared did? I'm going to go to the opposite. So there's Jared, there's Val, and then there's, so like triangulating. Forming a triangle, right. A safety yeah. triangle. Yeah. So one of us will survive. <laughs> I hope. Otherwise, the uh, podcast will have uh, come to an abrupt end. So you go ahead and roll <laughs> your uh, stealth check then to see how well you hide. I got an 18. Okay. Uh, Ellie's turn would come immediately after yours. So I-, I rolled a five, by the way. Okay. So, so really good you cast that fucking spell. <laughs> uh, as you dart behind this uh, large, uh, tall cluster of stalagmites or tights, whatever it is, the clock ticks down again. What are we at now? Six? Uh, it's at six, and then you are kind of pulling Ellie along, so Ellie's turn will also be hiding. Ellie got a 25. Okay. And the clock ticks down to five, as you all have found your hiding spots. And now safely secure in your hiding spots, you all kind of peek your little little faces around the corners of where you are to see Eleanor, the adult black dragon, stand up and raise back on her two hind legs and spread her wings and you just see the just the mass of this unbelievably huge monstrosity of a dragon. And she lets out a terrifying roar. It sounds like the Godzilla from the 96 Godzilla, like the Brain Steer remix. The, yeah, that's how it so sounds. So she is the baddest bitch. Eleanor is not to be fucked with, we will say, as I'm looking at her stats. And everyone needs to make a wisdom saving throw. She's doing this in the direction of the door, by the way, since that's where the noise is coming from. I got a nine. I got a 14. 16. Ellie got a nine. So everybody except for Stephanie, you feel overcome with fear. Uh, This dragon has used an ability called Frightful Presence, which means Jared, Val, and Ellie are now frightened as a condition, which means that... You will have disadvantage on your ability checks and attack rolls while you can see the dragon, and you cannot willingly move closer to it. For their second action, Eleanor takes a uh, big, deep inhale after this wild yell they've let out, and they start beating their wings rapidly toward, again, toward the door, to the direction of the sound, and you feel the wind start to pick up. Even from where, uh, you know, you're behind your respective barriers, you feel the wind, like, whipping, like, if a little bit of your tunic's maybe sticking out from behind the rock, the wind's, like, whipping like crazy. But nothing happens because you are all hidden behind things. So if you hadn't been hidden, something might have happened. And then for their final action, Eleanor, after this, this beating of wings, uh, takes flight and is now in the sky, just hovering there for now, like treading water, basically, but in the air. And that's when the clock ticks down to four, and it is Val's turn. I think hiding is a very good move. I yeah. think it's working. Yeah. I don't want to move or do anything. <laughs> okay, then I do nothing. Okay. Clock ticks down to three as we pass to Jared. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and just say the same fucking thing. A I'm... thrilling round of combat. I know, but the thing is, is like <laughs> the we best have dragon such... fight ever. 
because of this plus 10 and the general situation we're currently in, what a privilege, especially for such a assumedly scary and difficult foe. Um, so I'm also going to go ahead and do nothing this turn. Yes. Uh, so since neither of you moved, you don't have to re-roll for your stealth, so you're fine. The clock ticks down to two as we turn to Stephanie and see if she wants to do anything. No, I don't do anything. Okay. Uh, the clock ticks down to one and it turns to Ellie and Ellie looks at Stephanie like, are we, nothing? Stay here. Okay, okay, okay. And the clock ticks down to zero. Uh, So two things happen simultaneously when the clock hits zero. The dragon, who's now up in the initiative order, begins to fly toward the door, toward the direction of this terrible, terrible noise. Not that you know that because none of you are looking. What you guys can perceive, uh, maybe at least everybody except for Val, uh, I guess Val would be looking back too, is the door, the heavy metal door, begins to slide upward and open. So on Eleanor's turn, Eleanor is going to fly 80 feet. So she can make it halfway here. Uh, She flies halfway up to the door. So she is now only 40 feet from Val. That's what that means. Um, Incensed by this awful noise that has woken her, Eleanor takes a a deep breath and releases an acid breath attack towards the door to try to, uh, you know, essentially the dragon version of hitting snooze. Fuck, slam the alarm, right? Only she has acid breath, so that's what she will fire. So she's just barely going to miss the door, which means Jared, Stephanie, and Ellie are safe. However, Val moves forward into the room. So Val, you are going to be at risk of being caught in this acid breath. So what you need to do is make a dexterity, a saving, a throw. I got a 16. (sighs) So Val, unfortunately, you are hidden behind this this rock wherever you ended up hiding. Um, So you don't take the full brunt of the blast. Like you don't get blasted, but some Uh residual, basically acid rain falls down upon you. And you, Val, will take 29 points of acid damage Ooh. right now. Uh, lucky you were not caught directly in the blast. <sighs> You're, are you alive? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So she's not attacking. She can't get close enough to attack anything else. So she will not take any more actions. Which brings us to the top of the order, which is Val, as the door slides all the way open and now stands open for uh, okay. ready to I have be a question. exited. Is the door a door-sized door, like a normal-sized door? Yeah. Is it safe to assume that the dragon cannot fit through the door? The dragon, there's no way the dragon could fit through the door. And I am closer to the door. You are the furthest than, from the door. But who's closer, me or the dragon? Oh, you. You are closer. Okay, then I'll just, <laughs> I'll dash. So I'm just going to book it through the door then. Okay. That means, Val, you are rolling to see what room you end up in since you were going through the door <gasps> first. Uh, a five and a two. Damn, you guys are rolling really well on that second D8. You haven't really ended up on the roof very often. Okay. So, Val, you're in the room. Uh, I will wait to say what you see till everyone's in the room. So, Val dashes through just the little robot running as fast as they can. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be the fucking dragon again. Watch. No, you rolled an eight to get in this room. You rolled an eight to get in the dragon room. Jared, going through? I'm I'm going straight through the door, too. Okay. You make it. Everyone's just going to make it. Uh, Stephanie Ellie, do you want to do anything other than get through the door? No, we're going for the door, Danny. Don't give us an option. You know what we're doing. Okay, we're I'm just making like sure. Hell. Hey, if you want to do something, I don't want to stop you. I'm not here to be a Technically speaking, when you're asking what Ellie wants to do, that's your call. Yeah, but I mean, Ellie's kind of just going to do what Stephanie's going to do. So I'm not, I'm not going to go rogue as Ellie and be like, actually, we're fighting the dragon. Fuck you guys. Because then that's just me <laughs> playing the game by myself, and that's not fun. Um, so everyone makes it through this door. You find yourself, uh, first of all, terrified and frightened with your heart's beating very fast. That's how you find yourself. But also, you find yourself, uh, thankfully, on the ground, not the wall or the ceiling, of a new room that you've never seen before. This is a long banquet hall type of room that is simply lined wall to wall with treasure. This is the fucking Smaug room you were just asking me about, right? There is just gold coins stacked almost to the fucking ceiling in this room, okay? Uh, there is a single like narrow path that's kind of been cleared. Like somebody just took their foot and kind of kicked the gold to the side to make this like little kind of footpath down the center. But otherwise it is like wall to wall gold coins on this golden landscape. There are some, some chests sitting on top of the gold. Most of them sitting open overflowing with more uh, coins, jewels, necklaces, 
crowns, etc. You've seen movies with treasure chests. You've seen Aladdin with the Cave of Wonders, right? There are also trophies. Uh, there's rings. There's a championship belt in there for some reason. There are some lamps, some scepters. And as you come in the door, on the ground to the right of you, there is a pile of diamonds. And on the left, there's another one of those uh, metal poles with a red button on it, just like you left in the past room. Everybody's heard the sound of Val's compartment opening, uh-huh. but nobody's heard the sound of all of them opening all at the same time. <laughs> That's well, the sound that clank, clank, clank. That's what the sound that just like happened. Like exhausted shitting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like Val sneezed somehow for the first time. Um, and Val just immediately starts putting well, stuff Val in every single Well, Val doesn't, it's not Val's turn. It's not Val's turn. Uh, it's Eleanor's We're turn. We're still fighting? We're still in the initiative? I mean, the door's still open. Mm-hmm. So it's Eleanor's turn. Eleanor can now make it, uh, let's see, 80 feet. Eleanor can make it to the door now. So as you all get up and scramble through this door into this treasure can banquet room. we shut room, the door? We're still in the initiative. You still gotta wait your turn. Uh, Eleanor makes it all the way to the door and sticks her uh, her big old dragon snout face kind of like down, like trying to like see through, you know, like a, like a kitty cat trying to look under the, under the couch or something, like trying to... Eh, uh, but it is a small person-sized door compared to her, so she cannot really get through. She tries to do a claw attack through the door, but her her paw is too big, her dragon paw, I guess. Um, so she starts swiping at the wall where the door is, trying to basically break it open. And she is going to roll on that attack. Really? She missed the door? How did? Okay. <laughs> uh, she's still very sleepy, and she kind of tries to swipe at this door, but... Uh, she slept weird on her arm and gets kind of a cramp in her arm and goes, ah, and doesn't quite make it. How the fuck did I miss a door? Does Whatever. it look like she's waving hi, like waving hello at us? Uh, kind of like when you uh, when you have like pins and needles, when your hand's asleep, she's kind of mm-hmm. shaking it out. Like like everybody shake it, shake loose. Val right? turns around and waves hello. Hello. <laughs> she doesn't like that. Uh, <laughs> so her big old dragon face is right here in this doorway, and it is uh, now Val's turn in the order. Well, before I do anything... I'm going to keep waving, and I'm going to say... Greetings. I am a variant Alpha Psionic Altonian Lexotransceiver Unit, model number XFCED001, but you can call me Val for short. It's great to meet you. She grumbles. Now walking towards the dragon, okay. but mm, with probably a good, cautious, safe amount of distance still. Yeah, you can make it back to the door now. And then Val points the chucklebuck at the dragon and pulls the string. <sighs> I have to see if this is even going to work. Excuse me a second. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you the stats for it earlier, but I said, nah, just, let's just go for it. Throws. Also because I want to hear the joke. Yeah, there's not... Uh, wow. There's nothing that says that she would be immune. Okay, so you pull the string? Yeah. Okay. You hear the uh, amazing voice of Chucklebuck say, What did the fish say when he hit the wall? Damn! <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> so a wisdom save. Ernest. I think we forgot to do wisdom saves the last few times you did Chucklebuck, but that's okay. Um, Val, what is your spell save DC? 13. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So Eleanor's face is trying to get like, poke through, trying to get you through this little door. And uh, she listens to this amazing joke from Chucklebuck. And she stops. And you see her kind of think for a second. And then she goes, <laughs> That's the sound of a dragon laughing, I guess. Sure. Okay. And uh, you see her kind of roll over onto her back and just continue laughing at this wonderful joke that Chucklebuck has told because she rolled a 12 ah. against your 13. So she is under the spell of the hideous laughter for, I believe, one minute. So, Jared. It is your turn. I'm already through the door. Yeah, yeah. You made it through the door. So you're in the treasure room. Again, there's gold everywhere, uh, diamonds, crowns, all this kind of stuff. And then there's another one of those poles with a red button on it by the door. And nobody's pressed it yet, right? Nobody's pressed it yet. How do we feel about me pressing it? How do you feel about pressing it is the question. I feel good about it because I think that it'll seal the door. WWJD, Okay, maybe. great. I'm going to walk straight up to that button and I'm going to slap that little top and I'm going to say thank you. Like a, like a family feud buzzer. Yeah. Also, slap that little top. I I, I heard that. Yeah, um, thank you. Yeah, I got you. Don't worry. Uh, Honestly, cool. tops deserve to be slapped. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jared, you hit this button, and almost immediately you hear the, the grinding sound of the heavy, uh, heavy metal door 
uh, sliding <laughs> back down. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me tapa chapata. And the just the new ghost record starts playing. The door slides down from the place it raised up to, and the last thing you see is the belly laughter of the dragon Eleanor as the door slides into place and it is now closed and sealed mm. off from Eleanor's cavern. Okay. Uh, you made it through the, the room and you are yeah. now door closed safely in the dra- uh, treasure room. I almost said wow. dragon room again. Treasure room. Excuse me. So now is when you hear every single compartment of Val's chassis open all at the same time. It's, it's more of like a triplunk. And then Val's just starts without even inspecting like, what treasure is the good treasure in this room? Just the nearest thing to Val. I'm just going to start grabbing gold coins. I just start just weighing myself down with gold bits. Okay. How much gold? How much gold did I just put in myself? Uh, so you don't really have time to count it, Val, oh. because I just said Aladdin, Cave of oh, Wonders, okay. and you still did this anyway. Oh, um, you start grabbing these coins. You're throwing them in your, your compartments. You're getting a little bit heavy all of a sudden. And you don't really notice because you are occupied. The other ones, Stephanie definitely notices uh, as you are catching your breath with Ellie. On the far side of the room, by the door leading out of this room, some things start raising up into the air, like lifting off these piles. A swarm of gold coins starts raising up and floating in the air, as well as a swarm of jewels like rubies and emeralds, and then a swarm of necklaces and, then and a, sw- a swarm of bees. <laughs> and then the big, the big pile of diamonds as well raises up into the air. Val, and, put it back. And these swarms of treasure begin flying towards you. And fuck it, we're still in the initiative order. <laughs> Let me just roll to get the, the uh, swarms in here. Can I, do a, can I do a bonus action? I know it's not my turn, but I just want to do something real quick. Mm, if it's funny, okay, I'll, wait till, I'll wait till my turn. I'll wait till my turn. If it's funny, <laughs> so the the swarms of treasure are up first as they fly towards you, Stephanie. You again, you see it mostly because of your just amazing perception. You kind of get a glimpse of these these flying swarms of treasure as they fly towards you. Uh, angrily, they're angrily flying. Just to be clear, this is not like a magnet situation. We're like, hey, we want to go in your pocket. They seem pissed um, as much as treasure can. Uh, you notice, but, are they, but but is the treasure like pissed in like a hot way or? Is uh, it like... Well, Stephanie sees very very small on these jewels and diamonds and gold coins and necklaces, little tiny mouths with little little tiny razor sharp teeth going. Oh, oh no. for sure. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, the uh, swarm of gold is going to fly at Val because Val touched the gold. They fly around you, Val, and start circling you and start trying to bite at your metal chassis. Bum, 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 Ouch. They rolled a 16 to attack. And the little mouths of razor-sharp teeth on these gold coins bite into your chassis, Val, and you're going to take 10 points of biting Fuck damage. me up. All right. That's the bad. swarm of necklaces flies at Jared to do the same and you hear as they get close Jared and they try to bite your uh, fleshy chassis we'll call it I mean that's what I call it so they rolled a 14 against your armor class 13 Mm, they are going to bite into your little skin (sighs) for 8 points of biting damage that's a lot Danny The, (laughs) the swarm of rubies and emeralds flies at Ellie and meh, 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 meh. yes, that's going to hit Ellie's armor class is 13. Ellie takes seven points of biting damage. And finally, the swarm of diamonds flies at Stephanie and choo, 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 bite, bite, bite for a 13 versus armor class. Jesus. Oh, no. No. <laughs> you thought it was damage. Absolutely. No. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. So does that hit? No. Okay. So as all these all these swarms of jewels are are biting your friends, you kind of just swat your arms around and you you hold them off temporarily. Because I percepted it. You did percept it. Yeah, it is Val's turn in the order. Um, because I'm so experienced with compartment sand. Uh huh. I'm well versed in the martial arts of using compartment sand as a weapon. Compartment gold is not too far from that. So okay. Val, all of the gold that Val shoved into their compartments 
Val now reaches back in and grabs the same gold and starts chucking it in every possible which direction, trying to hit other attacking gold with non-attacking gold and try to trying to so you're throwing uh, gold at gold yeah it's all gold but baby. like if i'm being surrounded in this by a swarm of gold i'm not aiming in any one particular direction i'm just yeah. going this way and this way and that way and behind me and up over there and this way and down below and over this way and i'm just throwing every piece of gold that i've grabbed as much as, as fast and as widely spread as i can to see if i, I imagine in kind of like a panic like a like the tommy boy bees right like, yeah 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 so why don't you roll an attack roll if you hit the gold with this gold that's a 15 oh yeah you're gonna hit so why don't you roll god what is improvised d4 you know what you know what val roll a d6 because there's a lot of gold okay i'm just throwing like one rock that's a six so plus so eight eight damage uh you you knock off a decent chunk of these little uh little gold bastards flying through the air can i use potion of healing as a bonus action or does that have to be an action that's an action baby Okay. Uh, That's an action, baby. Jared, your turn. You are being swarmed by a uh, a well, swarm of uh, necklaces, mostly like pearls and and gold and things like that, like gold necklaces. Okay. Well, and- first of all, that's homophobic. Second of all. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just where I wrote it down, I promise. <laughs> no, it's okay. I actually secretly like it. I just wanted to dress you down, as they say. Sure, sure. Um. Okay. So here's where you find out I have a choking fetish. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm you gain health back somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you Could I do that? Actually, wait, hold on. Could I do that? Um. Well, they're not choking you. They're biting you. Uh, okay, so each bead has a little set of teeth? Yeah, like each little... Whatever the Pearl. whatever the lead of the necklace would be, you know, this looks like that little amulet or whatever has a little. Oh, so it's like up. a snake. Yeah, it would be like if you uh, fell okay. into a pool of piranhas. Oh, In this goodness. case, I'm just gonna go ahead and do my classic little baby baby. I'm gonna hit chromatic orb. The chromatic orb. Cool. What yeah. style? I'm thinking lightning. Roll that beautiful uh, lightning footage. So nine. Hmm. So you are maybe too too distracted and too swarmed to get your bearings here by these necklaces. Um, maybe you're oh because of the king. You're thinking about the king a little bit because he can't tell if, if we're fighting right now or if this is just foreplay for some. So you toss out literally. you toss out your orb kind of wildly and you unfortunately do not connect. So <laughs> Stephanie, you're <laughs> thank up. you for helping me. <laughs> you are being swarmed, Stephanie, by the diamonds. Okay, cool. Which is when you think about it, kind of ironic. Very Don't ironic. I would like to cast Dispel Magic. I feel like this is a magical effect on the jewels and the the money and not that they are actual creatures because, I don't know, I haven't heard of them as Stephanie because they're not nature. (laughs) Sure, okay. So so I'm going to do that. Spells third level or lower, it ends, or spells fourth level or higher, make an ability check using your spellcasting DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. Is it a spell? Do I have a chance to make this work? Yes, you do. Okay. Uh, it is higher than three, though, so you will need to roll. Thank Christ. That's a 15 <laughs> plus eight. Okay. You try to cast this spell, and you fucking expect a Patronum Woo! straight up into the sky. And you know, like the scene in The Matrix where they pop off the EMP, and all the Sentinels just kind of bleh, just where they are, just die on yes. the spot. That happens to these swarms of gold, swarms of necklaces, swarms of diamonds, and swarms of jewels. Uh, They just stop circling your friends and biting at their respective skins, whether they are flesh or metal, and they fall to the ground. And as they do, they all, to your surprise, start melting into the ground, as do the uh, stacks and stacks and stacks of gold in every corner and they just liquefy until you are about now knee deep in this big banquet room in a, uh, it's basically golden water. It's not piss. It's not piss. Calm down, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for saying that because we would have gotten into a piss hole very fast. Yeah. Every time I talk about liquid, you, you try to say it's piss and I want to get yeah, ahead of not, that. Yeah. Well, when you but, literally well, make a reference to golden. It's gold that melted. What do you want? It's, it, uh, it is not hot to the touch. It is warm. It is warm. It's, it's warm. warm. It's not like burning our flesh. No, it's just okay. warm that yellow liquid gold? that isn't piss. <laughs> it's a piss alternative. Yes, it's it's piss light. Um, piss light. Oh, I've had that beer. Okay, and uh, not yeah. piss. I'm talking about like Pabst or something. Oh, okay. Then we're getting back to the Jared's, Jared's fetishes. 
I do not have a piss fetish. Okay, I just I wanted to make sure. We sometimes you know it's good to just say it out out loud and get it out in the open. It's better for the audience. <sighs> oh, but if he did, we you know what? Be Actually, should I start protesting that a little bit too hard? I don't. Like, I don't. And, what are you talking like, about? Yeah, should I start doing that? That would be really funny. Oh, like man. no, I you guy like nobody said anything about piss. I'm telling you, I don't have a piss fetish. I've never had anybody pee on my face and liked it. Okay, I've literally never done that. If you think <laughs> I've done that, you're wrong because it's not me. It never was me, and it never will be me. It's um lemonade, orange juice. C- Country or- time orangeade. was on sale. Country yeah, time God. was on sale. Uh, I was gonna ask if Stephanie says anything cool when she melts all the whole room, but I think that's that's probably good. it right there. I think we just did it, yeah. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit thenostalgianetwork.com for more. Don't you hate when you're watching one of your favorite movies and think, whoa, that didn't age well? Or when you see a reboot of your childhood fave and think, did we really need this? Honestly, same. same. That's why we started the Nostalgia Podcast. A podcast where we discuss the retelling or continuation of pop culture favorites as seen through a queer and feminist lens. That's Jessica Tercero. And that's Eric Lefebvre. Come join us for our bi-weekly conversations about pop culture reboots centered around things like... The patriarchy. Systemic racism. Harmful stereotypes and overgeneralizations. And really just distinguishing when people just need to sit this one out. Listen in on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube. That's Nostalgia, spelled N-O-T-S-T-A-L-G-I-A. Get it? Not-stalgia. Like nostalgia, but with an extra T, so it's like not-stalgia. <laughs> Follow us for fun, critical conversations about media. And remember, stay cute. And stay critical. Bye! Bye.